Hello, and welcome to At the Forefront FinTech Conversations. I'm Michael Kingsley. I'm a Senior Vice President at Forefront Communications. And Forefront's a strategic communications, marketing, and PR firm focused on the capital markets and institutional fintech sectors. Today, I'm speaking with Sean Samuel and James Baxter of our client, Liquidity Book. Hi, guys. Hi, Michael. Yeah. Uh, Liquidity Book's a leading provider of cloud-native trading solutions for the buy side and the sell side. Uh, Sean's the CTO, and James is head of global buy side sales. All right, guys, let's get right into it. Um, tell us about Liquidity Book, what you guys do, and who your clients are. Great. So Liquidity Book, we're about 15 years old as a firm. We provide trading solutions to everybody in the professional market space. Our clients are both buy side and sell side, asset management firms, hedge funds, everything from startups up to tens of billion dollars plus multi-strat, multi-manager firms, and the sell side, brokerages for their trading systems, and then also clearing firms uh, providing all of their, all their trading and straight through processing systems. So we've been around, like I said, for about 15 years. We've bootstrapped and sort of just grown steadily throughout that time. And for the first half of our life, we provided really a lot of trading infrastructure uh, to the street. So you know, we've actually always had you know what are you know very topical terms today in terms of SaaS, multi-tenant, and API first. That's what we were providing 15 years ago before those terms were even a thing or popular. And we, as a result, we just kind of steadily grew providing these kind of flexible infrastructure services. About nine years ago, we realized there's a huge gap, and we went and combined what was really today you would call an OMS as a service, something that could plug in wherever a client needed these different types of capabilities, and combined it with building a modern web-based application uh, to really leapfrog and provide a next-generation order management system. And today, that's our primary business line is order management and everything around it, fixed network, risk gateways, and still all the kind of infrastructure that a firm might need for trading. So like I said, our, you know, our client base spans across both the buy side and the sell side. And it's really interesting for me because that actually is the proof point of what I say is, you know, Liquidity Book's single greatest differentiator is flexibility. However, a client needs to build or think about their workflow, how they run their business or service their clients, Liquidity Book meets them where they live, not putting them in the straitjacket of, of a system. And, you know, the biggest proof point is that is unlike literally any other vendor in the space, we provide all of those clients one solution out of one code base and one deployed system, which, first of all, you know, almost every OMS vendor in the space really only services one of those niches principally, asset management, hedge funds, brokerages, and even the ones that complete across multiple segments actually have completely different products uh, in most cases for every single one. And that's really the core of the liquidity book story. You know, today... If you ask most users in the space, they would say they see their OMS as a necessary evil. It's not fun. It's not easy to use. Doesn't necessarily like they make their life better, but they have to use it. And our fundamental goal is for users to see it as something that makes their lives easier, actually lets them service their clients better, get their job done better. And, you know, and having been doing that for eight years now, that's what we see across our client base, clients who are happy, referenceable, and actually feel like we're delivering solutions that actually let them do their job better, which, you know, in today's world is more necessary than ever. So thanks for that. And of the solutions, the newest one, you guys are announcing it actually today as we're recording this, is LBX Portal. Uh, James, do you want to tell us about LBX Portal, what that means for you and for the market? Yeah, sure. So LBX Portal is essentially a repackaging of our current full OEMS offering uh, to essentially something slimmer. Uh, we're calling it a portal. Some may, when they see this at first glance, they'll say it's an EMS. 
Uh, and you can argue that, and I'll talk about that in, in just a minute. Um, but whenever you, you go to market with something like this and do a press release like we did today, there's going to be assumption by a small group um, that thinks this is a brand new product or it's in beta form or it's something that, you know, liquidity book has been building over the past year and just decided to go to market. And, and that is certainly not the case. Um, our full offering uh, has been in the marketplace for, for 15 years. It's been battle tested by the likes of very large hedge funds, asset managers, very well-known broker dealers, outsourced trade desks. So this by no means is, is a new system. Uh, the concept of LBX portal has actually been in use by two key uh, outsourced trade desk partners of ours, right? So again, uh, certainly not, not a new system, um, just you know, uh, a new name that we're giving it in terms of going out to the marketplace. So why are, we, why are we talking about this? Why did we do a press release on it? So we've seen an increase in demand from the outsourced trade desk broker dealer space for a very simple technology platform to arm their buy side clients with a way to trade with them electronically. Um, and if you take a sort of a step back and you just look at the outsourced trade desk space specifically, it has expanded quite a bit over the past couple of years. If you think about most managers today, um, they're either fully outsourcing their trading or they're supplementing it in a way. And by that, I mean, they may have their own internal trade desk, but they want access to additional liquidity. So they're engaging an outsourced trade desk or they want access to global markets. They don't have a global presence in EMEA or APAC. So what do they do? They engage in outsourced trade desks to get that access. Um, so, you know, there with with that market expanding significantly means that they now have more clients right and a big chunk of that that client group is trading in a manual form a manual process and by that i mean that they're sending orders uh, over the phone they're using some sort of chat session they're emailing orders and as you can imagine that puts a lot of risk on these outsourced trade desks uh, and this is one of the major components that LBX Portal addresses, right? So, so what is LBX Portal in, in a nutshell at a high level? Um, you know, I just mentioned it. It's going to give the buy side clients the ability to trade electronically with their broker dealers and their outsourced trade desks. It's going to give them a dashboard view, essentially a blotter, where they can manage and view their orders being worked throughout the day. So as their prints are coming back in from, from their brokers, from their outsourced trade desks, they can see and manage that. Uh, they'll also be able to see depth of book, right? So they'll be able to have level one, level two market data in their view as, as to sort of manage and, and view their orders in the marketplace. Um, now, the, the other assumption that um, some folks will have when they, when they hear this podcast and they see the press release is that, you know, they may say, okay, well, there's other broker dealers, there's other outsourced trade desks that have the ability to distribute uh, EMS platforms, right? the likes of Realtek, Ready, EMSX, and that LBX portal is very similar. And at a distance, yes, you could argue that. But when you actually look closer, LBX portal is, is very different. So if you look at the emerging manager space, these smaller managers that are using these outsourced trade desks, um, you know, the idea is we want them to grow. <clears throat> and when they grow, that means they've grown in assets, they've added additional pooled vehicles, they've added SMAs, and with that comes a need of allocation methodology, the need of pre and post trade compliance, position viewing, automation around file delivery, because now they have three or four primes, three or four custodians, and that process can be very cumbersome, right? 
the idea is if they're using one of those other EMSs I just mentioned, they now have to go out to the marketplace, engage an OMS vendor, go through a lengthy sales process, learn a new UI, right? Which is very time consuming. With LBX portal, all that functionality is already there. We just need yeah. to turn it off for them. So, that so is it's all about work workflow and efficiency is what you're talking about there. You got it, correct. And, and I think that's really where LBX portal stands out amongst the pack versus the other EMSs and OMSs that are out there. And what I wanted to ask you about is, you know, we, we know you guys customize your solution for, for each client and so on. But in this press release, uh, we spent a lot of time talking about LBX portal being turnkey, being out of the box, that sort of thing. Can you square that circle about customizing things, but something also being ready to go? Yeah. I mean, what I would say is that we've taken our experience, and this is why LBX portal is a packaging of what we've been doing for the last 15 years. We know that there's certain typical or standard configurations, you know, everything falls into patterns. And we've what we've done with Portal is it's not even just one package offering. What we said is when you're distributing this kind of solution to your clients, well, they'll fall into one of say three typical patterns or use cases. We're going to have a boxed out of the, you know, out of the box, ready to go template for each of those, but it's still our full solution. So it's just the implementation piece is just already there. So you can literally light it up very quickly and easily. And then when the client needs something customized or an add-on or wants to extend the solution, it's still the full LB solution, not something partial or halfway or incompatible. So it can still grow up as much as they need in whatever dimension they need, as James has been talking about. So that's really, you know, what it is, is that providing that clean definition so that we've got a story and our clients have a story. Oh, wait, do you just need a day system? Do you need Oh, to have also have positions. Do you need risk? Oh, wait, you need to add a managed account. We can handle all that cleanly as an upgrade path. You don't have to go engage a new vendor or reinstall your solution or start from scratch, which is what happens with, you know, all over and over again. And having that full upgrade path from out of the box to as rich as you need to get is really what we're, you know, talking about and taking out there today to go, you know, go share with the market. That's great. So, you know, we've talked about how Liquidity Book got to where you are today and uh, the news that you're announcing today. So we want to wrap up by talking about what's next, uh, what the future is for Liquidity Book, what you guys are planning, and maybe the perspective of what trends you're looking at in the market for 2023. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Either one. <laughs> it doesn't uh, matter. Big picture, I would say it's still all about doing, it, it, more than ever, it's about doing more with less. Everybody's getting pressured on margins. Everybody has to Handle more business, more flow, more volume, more clients, more managed accounts with less resources. As a result, uh, vendors have to step up and help their clients be more efficient. You know, we've talked about efficiency for years, and now the market is, you know, really realizing this is a must-have, not a nice-to-have. It's not something that improves my margins. I'm going to have to do it to stay competitive and stay viable and not risk my business. So that's the biggest thing we see is that growth of complexity means you need a system that can handle that and keep growing with you and not be something you install once and doesn't have to change. That's just no longer viable and is only getting more pressing every day in today's market, which is why we see every day, we see more and more firms coming to us saying, yeah, nobody wants to switch systems, but it's necessary and we have a smooth playbook for doing that. Alongside that, I'd say you know, one of the biggest stories is just the growth of automation, APIs, and integration. You know, the whole, you know, storyline we're seeing, everybody's seeing today about everybody is a quant, everybody's programming. We're seeing that in spades. Half of our new onboards are doing some form of API or automation integration and offering a single solution that combines that with a very rich front-end experience for your traditional users. 
is not just a nice to have, it's becoming a must have. You know, these days more and more hedge funds have quant groups sitting right alongside manual trading groups. And you have to have one system for that, not two parallel silos that have risk of replication problems, not just cost management problems. Um, and, you know, I'd say in terms of how the market is reacting to that, I would say, you know, the amazing thing we're seeing in terms of that is we started doing a lot more marketing around that story this year. You know, we put out some pieces on APIs and API integration and automation. And every time we do, um, it's amazing. Not just good stuff, but we're seeing new prospects um, and clients coming back to us to ask us for meetings and to talk about that because there's clearly this untapped demand in the market that's growing. And so, uh, you know, we're seeing that validated by people are hungry for these solutions and hungry for stories around these solutions, which has been great to see that uptake in interest this year. That's great. Uh, James, did you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I mean, so, so obviously with LVX Portal coming out, you know, I'd expect at least a dozen new partners as it relates to LVX Portal coming on board over the next, you know, couple of months. Um, we have a couple of implementations currently that, that are wrapping up to get clients live and trading early next year. Uh, we've got a handful of, of contracts that we're, we're finalizing negotiations with as we speak. Um, so our folks are certainly going to be, you know, busy sort of end of year, beginning of year. Um, and then, you know, look, I, I think after we sort of take stock of where we're at with everything, and obviously a lot of what we do, and this is something Sean can certainly talk about in terms of roadmap, but a lot of the roadmap gets dictated on market conditions, right? What, what does the market look like for, for the end of the year? What does it look like going into next year? So it'll be interesting to see where the, uh, the 23 wave takes us. Thank you. That's that. That's great note to wrap up on. So Sean and James, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about Liquidity Book, you can visit their website at liquiditybook.com. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about Forefront, you can visit us at forefrontcoms, that's C-O-M-M-S dot com. Uh, so our thanks again to Sean and James, and thanks very much to all of you for watching and listening.